oh, this is so weird being on video for the first time too. And it's like, where do I look? Maybe I should look at myself because I'm like right underneath the green dot. And I look cute. (laughs) You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. So how's your Monday going? You know, I'm in such a good mood today. Um... I, d- I don't, I don't know why I like, I got up, I went to the gym. It was terrible, but I survived. Um, my back has been like seizing up because I'm apparently 90 years old. So that's really fun. Yeah. Um, getting old is tough, but then I got home. I like was like, mm, I have a little bit of time. Cause I got home about 7am and I was like, I'm going to take the dogs for a short walk. Listen to my favorite podcast, like just enjoy nature in the outdoors. And it, it was great. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I uh, took the kids to school. Actually, you know what I did? I, uh, I the kids were early today, to, so to reward them, I took them to uh, my favorite restaurant, the Starbucks. Starbucks, the Starbucks. Yeah, are they so, your sponsor uh, today? <laughs> you know, they, I feel like they have been too many times. Too many times. Um, but uh, your yeah, royalty went, check uh, hasn't come yet either. So, <laughs> right? like, what is this about? <laughs> I'm legally obligated to say Starbucks once per episode. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I, I took them over there and I got them all the little kid-sized hot chocolates. and. Ah, uh, I love that, that for fun. them. That I am ecstatic for you. <laughs> ecstatic for you. I am overflowing <laughs> with joy. Is this that ridiculous podcast yeah. you showed me yesterday? Is yeah. that your not sponsored today? That's not my not sponsored. No, that was like a weird inside joke that none of our listener understands no. right now. No. But we were listening to a podcast and it was so funny because they were like, it, they would talk about nothing, but somehow hype each other up at the exact same time. But like the things that they were saying were so like, it was like heavy language, you know, yeah. like it was like, Dead faced and like dead voiced, I am overflowing with joy for that. Like, but you don't seem like you're overflowing for joy. I'm so confused. I, I got this new blouse. Oh, I am overjoyed. I ship that. Now. I ship that blouse. I don't even understand that whole language. Ship? But anyway. To send? You know, to send. This is okay. the, something the youth say. Oh, cool. Like, cool. Full send? Wow. Um, I have no idea what we're talking about, and hopefully our oh. listener doesn't either. Okay, well, say, I uh, I think I need to talk about my not sponsored first yeah, and foremost. Yeah, because i got to figure out what you, mine was. <laughs> I cannot remember. The clock is ticking. Um, okay. But <clears throat> I'm not going to remember the model. I might not remember the make, but I recently got a Breville, 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 Breville? Okay. Latte, cappuccino, espresso machine thing. B R E V I L L E. Bravelli. That's not what that's spelled. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know how to say it, but I've been working on my barista skills. Um, Mm -hmm. And so today I have a a latte with cinnamon and vanilla in it, and it is chef's kiss, baby. So good. (laughs) (laughs) I know. 
I we need like, to open up our own cafe. But I, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, I could do, I've always been like, yeah, I could do that. I want to do that. And now there's actually the machine here. I'm like, I'm so confused. My hands don't work. <laughs> How do you pour things? And then like get it to, it's, it looks so easy when you watch, yeah. you're like at Starbucks or you're somewhere else and you watch the barista do it. And then I'm yeah. trying and I'm like, what? it just doesn't, it doesn't quite go. <sighs> It's a real art yeah. to get the, the little foaming wand, the frother thing to do its business. Oh, right. yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. You go to like Starbucks or whatever. You're like, can you do this faster, please? Come on. And they're like, you know. What I'm gathering. Yeah, do. I thought that they just put it in there and then they just like, <laughs> you know, whatever. But like, yeah, you want to get like the wand just above the surface to make foam and just below the surface, but to make it like vortex and circle around for you. Um Matt, you have There's a visitor. The plumber, but, yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. Actually, I keep on looking out the window because uh, my monthly subscription delivery of wine is supposed to come. Ooh, and yeah. I will not yeah. miss them. They won't do- drop it off because it's alcohol. Like you right, have to right. like, you know, show your ID and <laughs> greet them. Um, and awesome. I've missed them the last two days in a row and they leave a ticket and they're like, please, you know, be home, whatever. We're sorry we missed you or else you have to go to their facility and pick it up. So I'm like waiting. Mm-hmm. If he comes during this podcast, I'm sorry, Matt, but like the hierarchy You're is out. wine, dogs, trash TV, a bunch of other things, <laughs> coffee. <laughs> You're somewhere yeah. down under those. That's all right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm the closest to the ground on your totem pole. Um, <laughs> anyway, what's yours? Uh, what do you got? So, okay, I I I had the best not sponsored all week. I was like, I can't believe I haven't done this yet, and now I can. Oh, I just remembered. <gasps> there it is. I just remembered. Um, but I don't know what it's called. What if I played? Oh. Did that do it yep. for you? That that fixed the whole thing. All right. So, um. I don't know what the tool is called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I sent you a picture of it though, but it's basically like all these little pins. <gasps> you did, yeah. Right, and and so you can like push it up against something, and it will show you that it'll like move into the shape of whatever it is. So I was, um, I should really look up what that what that's called. Well, Mine like was made that by was General. not descriptive at all. It's for like. <sighs> contracting and and like if you're you need to cut tile around a toilet or like you have a weird jut out in a wall like you just put it up to there and then the different you know those things what it is it's those metal pins that you would always put on your face right and it would like uh, and you'd freeze and make a ridiculous face that's what that is but for adults and with a purpose (laughs) that's right (laughs) um so yeah it, it i i have this um mantle that's built into my fireplace but it's it's fairly short and i got a new tv and i love this tv and that'll mm. probably be my not sponsored next week because it's so cool um but the legs on the tv were just a little bit too long mm-hmm. so i uh i had to build a new board on top of the mantle but my my uh fireplace is all stones so i was like how am i going to get this to slide in all nice and and pretty so what I did is uh, use this tool to give me the shape of all of the stones across the whole mantle so I could cut the board this way and slide it in nice and snug like a glove. It was awesome. It, and I'll it worked. Some pictures. Yeah. That's I'll the part that really blows my mind. Pictures. <laughs> yeah, that it worked. <laughs> that, it, that it actually yeah. worked for a change. Like a lot of these like nifty gadgets, you're like, you know, when you see like the, this tool will make it so you never have to tape around 
furniture or corners ever again when you're painting and and it never works ever but it's like it seems so real it's like you know the opposite of like the infomercials where they open the cabinets and everything comes flying out and they're like how did this happen those things it's like (laughs) it's like the complete opposite of those where like somehow everything in life instead of going terribly wrong is just going perfectly all because they have this tool yeah for sure um yeah i was very impressed and my final product looked actually like kind of cool and pretty and i didn't even want to put it up because i was like i should just frame this look (gasps) at how cool this looks art so anyway i'll post some uh i'll post some pics on my um on my insta wow you are art yeah (laughs) are art yeah okay well i wanted to share something really fun that happened oh shoot i never know what button it is how about this one real estate horror stories Oh, we're doing that. All right. Yeah, we are. I had to share this because it's really fun. Um, so I just uh, got a new home. Mm-hmm. And Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this isn't really a horror story, but it is an t- a unfortunate circumstance. Um, <laughs> the people who sold the home to me had a, a Vivint security system, which looks very nice. Mind you, I like, wow, this is really cool. I have some uh, like alarm.com or something at my current place. Um, anyway, and every time I would go for a showing, like you'd open a door and it would do the most loud, obnoxious. Bang! And I'm like, what? what? Like I would open the garage door and it's right next to your ear and I would jump, you know, a good three feet off the ground because it's so startling, so terrible. They mm-hmm. need to chill out. Um But anyway, closed on the house. I went, you know, just later that day. I haven't like moved in, but I was like, I want to go just be there, you Mm. know? And I saw the Vivint thing and I was like, I should probably like maybe set up service in my own name and how this, you know, works. And for some reason thought it would be a brilliant idea to push arm on the, on the keypad because I'm, I mean, if it just starts like the countdown, I'll push cancel, right? (laughs) Okay. No, apparently... That's also a burglar trap. And you yeah. can't even cancel the arm without the code. Yep. So then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, what do I do? Like it's doing oh like the, the the beep beep countdown, like get out of the house, like we're about to arm. And I'm yeah. like, uh, okay, I don't know the code, obviously. It's not mine. I don't have the seller's phone number or something. I can't call them mm-hmm. and figure it out. Um, and so I, my brilliant idea at that moment, like spark, <gasps> open a door. So I went and I opened a door. I was like, if I open the door, the house is not secure. It'll be like, oh, we weren't able to arm the home because the house wasn't secure. Right. Okay. Sure. So smart. So smart. Burglars wouldn't think of that. No. They wouldn't open a door. No, 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 no. So (laughs) I go over and I open a door thinking it's going to be like, oh, couldn't arm because, you know, the perimeter was not secured. And instead it was like emergency, you know, Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm, and, and, it let out a siren that every other home in the city of Minnetonka heard. <laughs> you would have thought it was the first Wednesday of the month. <laughs> um, it was so loud when it, like to the fact, like I said already, the little bing bing that it does when you open a door is so loud. It startles me. The actual alarm itself was like hurting my brain stem. It was so loud. So anyway, um, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Uh, oh you know, 
I, I'm like punching in random numbers. Nothing's working. Then the alarm stops. A voice comes on over the machine and they're like, hi, this is so-and-so with Vivian Security. We have an alarm triggered. And I was like, yeah, I'm really sorry. I just bought this house and I don't know the code. And the, like, I, I, I just accidentally armed it. And he's like, well, I'm going to need the keyword. The, the, uh, the what? He's like, you don't have the keyword. No, I I, uh, I don't think you were listening to me. I just <laughs> bought the house. This isn't my security system. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I'm going to have to call the police. And I was like, I don't need to be bargaining uh, with the Vivint tech over well, the machine, you know? But yeah. I'm like, you know what you could do is call your client, who I'm sure you have the like contact information for because they set up this service, and be like, hey, did you just sell this house to a schmuck named Michael Atwood? And he'd be like, yeah. Okay, instead of calling the police, also... In the meantime, maybe shut off the alarm because I'm not making a good impression on my neighbors. I'm really embarrassed. Right. Um, anyway, <laughs> so then I ended up calling the realtor who represented the, the sellers. I'm like, I need your help. <laughs> and he's like trying to hear me over the loud sirens because they turned them back on, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, luckily, he got a hold of them, called me back, gave me the code. Um Cause like at first this was like a good, like 20 minutes of me, like calling him and texting him and being like, do you have it yet? And he's like, no, they're not answering. Like they're on vacation. Anyway, Mm -hmm. finally got the code. I punched it in alarm shut off. The dogs in the neighborhood continued making alarms for everyone else for a solid five minutes after that. But we learned a lesson that day that is just don't push buttons, especially when you don't know what they do. Right. I'm I'm interested to know what would happen if you accidentally like armed your your fire alarms. You'd be like, oh, I know, I'll set fire to the house. Okay. <laughs> it was a good idea in theory. Uh, yeah. Other than just like stand there and like panic and sit sure. on my hands, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, maybe if I interrupt the ability to arm the home, it'll it'll just fault. I don't know. That's great. I know. That's super. So anyway, that was my troubling story with a home. Luckily, uh, that hasn't happened to me in a showing that I know. Well, because I wouldn't push arm in a showing. I have had <laughs> alarms go off, um, but usually, you know, the sellers know you're going to be there. And I, yeah, they're easy I, to get a hold of. I woke up out of a dead sleep the three nights ago and heard the doo-doo. Like the little thing that my door just opened. Mm-hmm. Like, and of course, for a second, I was like, did I dream it? No, I was awake. Did what? Uh, okay, I better get up. Mm-hmm. And I get up and I walk through the whole house. Apparently, I just dreamed that sound because. Oh, really? Man. <sighs> that that yeah. like chills me when I hear the beep beep. And I'm like, but I'm the only one home. <laughs> Help. <laughs> um, well, I get a log too on my phone. Like, you know, here's all the all the events and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I was like, I checked my phone later. I don't know why I didn't check it first. And mm. I was like, yeah, there was no, there was no door entry. I'm like, you're crazy. Okay. I just dream about you. You want to know what I dream about? <laughs> that apparently. That sound. Oh, good times. Um, hey, I've got a couple <sighs> of quick things for you. Okay. Um, the first one, I was just going to read this headline because gosh, darn it. That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. March, this last March, right? We just, we just, we're, we're into April it's now. It's April now, yeah. Yeah, but March was the hottest month in housing history. Period. Hottest temperature or hottest sales? Hot, <laughs> sorry, yeah. We're talking real estate now. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, the median home price rose 17% to 353 uh, nationwide. That's insane. Nearly half Already. of all homes sold above asking price. And according to this, none sold for under asking price in the month of March. That's insane. What is an asking price at this point? I mean, it's like it's it used to be, bid. it used to be like, and I would like to get, you know, two ninety nine, and then people will offer what they want. And now it's like asking is like, I don't know in today's market, we're just going to say roughly starting bid here. Exactly. All right. Welcome to one, two, three main street auction. We're going to start the opening bid at this for this house. Um, have at it. <laughs> Good luck. That's cool. Man. It also was a very hot month temperature wise. It was. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I thought um, I thought it interesting, though, because, you know, you can kind of massage stats to kind of make it read the way you want it to read sometimes. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, none sold for under asking price. There was not a single home sold for under asking price in the month of March. The other way you could say that is there was not a single home that was overpriced that received an offer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because they could have been like, wow, it's such a hot market and overpriced it. It didn't sell. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. price it right. That's what's still so important. Thank you, you can't for just be that. like, gosh, everything is selling for 30% over ask. I'll just put mine 30% higher. And then it just sits. You know what? Um, I think the situation is because the temperature was so warm, <laughs> the Minnesotans came out of hibernation. Mm -hmm. We were like, yeah. we're like Puxatani Phil. We came out and we're like, it's summer. Right. Let's buy homes. And then all of a right. sudden, Mother Nature was like, got him. <laughs> and from there, we all decided to go back and sleep. <laughs> I mean, it just snowed like again two days ago. What is this? And I'm like, it was 80. I was so excited. I had people out like doing bids to, uh, what's it called? Stain my deck before I put furniture out. And I'm like, oh, it's summer now. Everything's so nice. And then I literally like, yeah, two days ago, it was like snow, all, like a layer of snow on my deck. <laughs> yeah. What? I don't, I don't get it. It <sighs> literally be 80, 80 plus. I think, it, I think it hit 84 um, last week or something. And then, and then, and then snowing again. Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, so That's here's fun. something I've been following kind of like a nerd um, because I think it's interesting and, and because there's a lot of articles on it right now about how the pandemic uh, has maybe shaped the commercial market, right? Mm. Um, and of course, there are some people saying, oh, commercial is dead. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. If, if a leaf fell off a tree, would you say, oh, it's dead? Right? So anyway... <laughs> uh, Commercial is dead. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, are are there some commercial properties that are are vacant or vacating? Yes. Mm -hmm. of are course. we never going to see a commercial property ever be built again? Obviously not. It's, it's yeah. So anyway, but what I thought was interesting about this article is that it took a slightly different approach to the is it doom and gloom for the office building. Um, and, and it asked, could vacant commercial buildings be converted into affordable housing? Well, there's an interesting topic. Well, and that problem, other problem, solution. Exactly. <laughs> Love <Right>? this. <laughs> so let me, let me first say, like, the, affordable housing can tend to be a touchy subject, right? Because 
because people have some feelings. But let me just say, <laughs> we have a housing problem yeah. in the United States. We have a housing problem right here in Mankato, where I'm sitting right now, Mankato, Minnesota. Um, we have a housing problem up in the Twin Cities. There is a shortage of homes. And when you look at home prices, like we just talked about, the average selling price is what was it 353 or something that i just said like minutes ago mm -hmm. that i totally remember um, <laughs> anyway um there's there's a there's a problem there's a there's a housing shortage and there's an affordable housing shortage right. um and uh, and and the problem is supply and demand the 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 biggest problem there is that if you look at the number of people that the united states has been growing by and the number of people coming into uh, either home ownership or housing needs versus the amount of inventory that has been constructed, that has been renovated, that is just available for use, they are so disproportionate. So we've actually been seeing this type of market, obviously far accelerated by COVID, but we've been seeing this coming for a while. And when you have a huge disparity in supply and demand, there's a lot of demand, but not a lot of supply, what happens to everything? prices go up, right? Do you remember when Tickle Me Elmo was selling for $5,000? <laughs> Whoa, that's a blast from the past. Right? But everybody wanted one. It was the hot Christmas item that year. And so people were spending thousands trying to get the Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> I mean, you this... could you don't have to go back quite that far. We could say the same thing about like the PS5 or whatever. Oh, okay, sure, fine, whatever. Um, I just think it's a little funny that this little plastic-covered alien thing yeah. wiggled back and forth. Anyway, whatever. So um, so anyway, the, the problem is, is when that price starts to go up on a on a PS5 or a Tickle Me Elmo, there's going to be people who just go, well, I can't afford that then. Right. Sorry, kids. I just, we don't get to have a PS5. We don't get to have a Tickle Me Elmo. Right. But are we going to seriously look at people and say, I'm sorry, you know, it, it, the people with money want it more. So sorry, you don't get to live somewhere. Like th this is a problem. Like whether you have feelings about it or not, right. do people take advantage of things? Yes. Always. Right here, even in Mankato, there was a there was a big story. Somebody living in an affordable housing that you had to live or you had to earn less than I think it was twenty three thousand dollars, and found out they were making one hundred and fifty seven thousand dollars <gasps> and living there. Right. Do people take advantage of it? Yes, but let's put that on them, not the whole system. Okay. Right. Um, you know, same same thing with a lot of things across the board. People are you know going to be people. So anyway, there's a there's an affordable housing shortage. There is vacant commercial property, like you just said. Problem, problem, fix it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and because these structures are already in place, it's going to be a lot faster to solve the problem than to try to find some land and get it zoned properly and get it get, right. 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 Um, so uh, I just, I was just kind of just breezing through this and I'm like, this is, this is actually some pretty good stuff. Um, one of the, one of the quotes in here said uh, the demand for office space is continuing to change. I would say it has accelerated what we're already beginning to see in terms of you don't need as much space per person. Um, and especially that there is more opportunity to telework, okay? So we know that this landscape is changing and probably forever. There's gonna be some industries that go, gosh, we didn't need that. We have a giant building uh, not far from my house, uh, well, maybe a mile, um, 
that had all of these um, customer service reps. And, and I mean, huge, 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 huge building. And the company, it was Verizon actually said, you know, you could just work from home. I mean, really all you're coming here to do is you have a telephone and a computer. Um, you can do that from your house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so look at the overhead they saved them, themselves. And that was a couple of years ago. Now, an insurance company came in and bought it because they still need space. They need to be able to to work together uh, for their industry. Um, so there's just going to be a change in certain industries and what they need. But I loved this this article, um, uh, you know, talking about Ben Carson from uh, uh, Housing and Urban Development. Um, and, you know, for when he was first put in there by Trump, I was like, oh, no, what does this doctor know about uh, about HUD, but he actually did a pretty darn good job. Yeah. Actually, I was pretty impressed. Um, he even fought Trump on some things, which was pretty great. But um, so anyway, there's there is a affordable housing need. There is space available, and it's something you know, kind of that you and I had talked about exactly even for, for our commercial building. I was like, you know, what would be cool is if we could just convert to housing like there's but of course the the way our brains work we're not like let's convert to affordable housing we're like let's convert to high-end lofts i know (laughs) that overlook the river (laughs) we're like uh (laughs) that that wouldn't solve our problem that would make all of our problems worse actually um but no i think that's so interesting and as we continue to look at ways that the the real estate landscape is shifting. It's a creative solution. You know, so yep. many people are working from home, but also looking for homes, one that are affordable, but two that are convenient for what the work from home slash go in to work hybrid looks like. And right. I was like looking at some places, I mean, I'm not moving again, but <laughs> looking at some places too, where I'm like, oh man, what if, okay, I, I lived there in like the apartment and then the main floor is like the office branch locally and I work there. And then right next to that is there's a lifetime fitness and like, you could just never have to go outside. Yeah. yeah. In a place you know, where the- it snows, you know, 11 months out of the year, <laughs> who wants to go outside? Right. Ever. Yeah. I think it's really interesting too, even right here in, in this small town that I'm in, there's a developer looking at the uh, shop code, actually owns the shop building now, mm-hmm. going to convert it into uh, pickleball courts. Do you even know what pickleball is? Yes, but does the general public want a pickleball court? Apparently it's been growing like wildfire here. No, but... Anyway, I, probably I, some other fitness stuff too there, but... I object. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll let them know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's such like a cool location, too, where it'd be like, oh, imagine all the, th- the cool things that could be there. And then a pickleball right. court. Pickleball. Yeah. Although, okay, I did just see, so, uh, and I was talking to someone whose husband builds the lifetime fitnesses or whatever that go up oh, like, yeah? and just travels all over the place. Um, yeah. And I was at a coffee shop that happened to be attached to a lifetime, and the whole back of it was glass overlooking their facilities. I'm like, there's an entire soccer field in here. There's like, wow. Wow. So maybe pickleball's not all that outlandish of an idea. Well, I think, you know what, when, when, when a pandemic like this happens, you have to kind of start thinking differently. Right. Yeah. Like, gosh, you know, retail forever. You're like, well, obviously that you have to have retail. You have to, people have to go somewhere and they have to, buy it um and then amazon comes along and the says, internet just kidding the internet says you know. not today right um i have to drive to that 
you know, video store. I have to drive to the Redbox. I can't believe Redbox is still a thing. Like, what? You guys, that's so much work. So much I had fun. the worst heartburn yesterday, and I was like, Ugh, but but Walgreens is like two minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but um, uh, so anyway, the, the, when you think about then office space and about these different things, what things are could maybe someday, maybe down the road, be be virtualized, yeah. but still just not as cool. And I think playing sports with other people is probably something that yeah. can probably get virtualized, right? I mean, there's video games, of but course. it's not the same as being with somebody actually joking and laughing, you know? So I thought it was a brilliant idea. That's when we'll all have virtual reality or we'll have yeah. those chips implanted in our brains. Um, <laughs> like Black Mirror. Yeah, but did you see that thing where they like implanted the chip in that monkey's brain and had him play Pong? Yes. And I he saw just that. had to think about moving the paddle up and down like he was thinking about like controlling a joystick. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wild. So, all that to say, as the society continues to get more and more lazy and we can't be bothered, <laughs> we couldn't be bothered to go to the movies. Then right. we couldn't be bothered to go to a movie rental facility. Right. So they put it on a curb. Then we couldn't be bothered to go up to the curb. So they mailed it to us and then we couldn't be bothered to mail things. So they streamed it directly. And now it's, you're just going to have to think about what you want. Yeah. It'll you're just, just going to be like, beam into your brain. I have a migraine. I want medicine. And then you just, this thing will come up in your eyeballs that's like order and you'll be like blink twice for yes <laughs> you know what's crazy though think about what you just said for a second what? there's a technology that somebody can earn money on because you could just blink twice for yes to order you migraine medicine yeah if that type of technology exists that's already implanted in your brain why can't they just implant something in your brain to get rid of migraines no there's no money in that there's no money in that <laughs> Right. Anyway. Duh. Hello. <laughs> God bless America. What a anyway. time to be alive. I freaking tell I you what. Okay. So I, I wanted to talk about the best time to wear a striped sweater. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Sing the song again. Sing the, the song again. The best time to wear a striped sweater is all the time. Neither of us are wearing striped sweaters today. I've never heard this before. One with the collar turtleneck. Come on. That I bought for at the store. No, that's where the song gets interrupted and you never find out how it ends. Oh, I just told you. Anyway, okay, the best time to list your home. Okay. Uh, So, this is actually speaking of the best day of the week to list your home. Um, This article published on April 15th says that homes that are listed in the middle of the week, such as a Tuesday or Wednesday, tend to sell for more than homes listed on the weekends. In some markets, up wow. to thousands and thousands of dollars more. The middle of the week listed homes also sell nearly two days faster. So yeah. that's pretty a big deal. This was conducted uh, from sales data. Uh, they did July 2020 to February 2021. So relatively recently, right? Because we just got February stats only a month ago. Um, basically, they said because the market is so competitive, most homes will receive plenty of attention regardless of when they're listed. But when you list in the middle of the week, you're giving uh, the potential buyers an opportunity to see it. I, I mean, see it come up online, possibly mm. see it in person, and have all that incentive to get a deal together before the weekend. Before the weekend traffic mm-hmm. comes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So a separate study from Realtor.com also shows that the best time of year to list your home happens to be the week of April 18th to 24th. What? 
That's like right now. That is now. That is literally <laughs> yesterday through literally the remainder yesterday. of this week. So the sellers who wow. list their homes within this next week actually have 5% less competition because the May boom hasn't helped, ha- hasn't hit yet. They sell a, a, wow. on average eight days faster and see approximately 11% more in online page views um, than the average listing does. So to have the most selling success, price your home appropriately, obviously, which you already talked about, um, includes not overpricing also not underpricing i'm like a big fan of like that mm, i'm just gonna like underprice it a little bit to get the the you know to get people competitive <laughs> yeah. but in today's market yeah. don't do that either just be accurate right yes. <laughs> as, as accurate yes. as possible you're trying to get as many serious people as possible to look at your home and make offers and that will drive up the sales price um so anyway that's that's it list this week and probably on like tuesday so tomorrow yeah you know what i just I just heard of was um, one of our agents this last week was talking about um, actually two of our agents that they went out on on markets you know to to give a CMA on a on a house give an accurate price based on you know and then both of these agents the 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 seller potential client ended up just listing for sale by owner just basically said thank you for the information uh, I'll just list it for sale by owner and. Um, and and they sold both of them sold it's it's what the market is okay mm-hmm. um both of them sold for asking price hey yo because they exposed it to both people right, right. i mean they they right. put it out on the for sale by owner market and and a couple of people saw it and they received an offer for asking price mm-hmm. and so while we normally say hey do you realize that but this is not even just making it up. Uh, this is real data that that homes sell anywhere from thirty to now. Sometimes you're even hearing in in crazy times now thirty to eighty or ninety thousand dollars below what what you would get with an agent, right? Um, and so people are like, "See, I got the professional opinion from an agent," and you know, I, I ended up selling it for that on my own, and I saved myself. <laughs> Two thousand dollars. Yeah. Nope. You just you cost, cost yourself, yourself probably thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. We're gonna expose it to a number. Now, that being said, and and another one of these agents was talking about it too. Was <laughs> at this point, or at what point do we say, well, here's my CMA, but let's let's list it for thirty thousand more. <laughs> the problem is there's not enough comps out there yet to say what where this is all going we can't just say well everything's selling for 10 percent more right like we, we we can't uh we we can look at that data and we can see that there is quite a bit that is happening but you need some time for that data to come in um but you also we 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 know that if you list it for 10 percent more people will skip over it they might be willing to pay 10 percent more because they know somebody else is making an offer too mm-hmm. but they're not going to do it just right out of the gates and just in fact because. we're actually seeing some buyers pushing back like that was listed too high i'm not overspending they'll overspend when they're competing with somebody <laughs> but they won't just right out of the gates mm-hmm. so there is some real strategy to it and and um by the way how many times have you sold your home right average person out there how many times have you sold real estate? You did it for sale by owner twice successfully, maybe. You know, we do this, we did it, what, 1,700 times last year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
you know, we, we know a thing or two. Right. Because we've seen a thing or two. Oh, I can't say that. I, I'll get sued. Anyway, what is that? <laughs> that farmers? I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. We know a thing about. or two because we've seen it. Wow. You don't watch TV nearly enough. Uh, um, wow. I, that's a compliment I've never respect, <laughs> expected to receive. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's it's crazy. It's a, it's just nuts. Even our agents sometimes are sitting back looking like they were hit by a truck. Like, I can't. I just received 47 offers on this place. And now i got to figure out because it's not always about the money either. Mm-hmm. It's about is this a cash deal or is this contingent? Is this and how are things going here? So, And then guess what? There's yeah. also a million steps between the, getting your offer and getting to closing. Oh, oh my gosh. That how I've seen a lot of people and specifically for sale by owner people get so caught off guard and actually ruin their, the success of their sale because they're like, I got an offer there. I didn't need a realtor. No, 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 honey. No, no. Uh, the the realtor will help you obviously market your property and get an offer and understand the terms and all those things. But then we have to close the thing and you have, I don't remember the exact number, but there are it was in the multiple, multiple hundreds of steps, decisions, agreements, yes. you know, like phases uh, that yep. to get from this process through closing. And, and I mean, maybe you could do it, but to get there and not get sued later um, <laughs> in order to make that a good deal for you. So, yeah. All right. So Tuesday is the best day to list your home, mm-hmm. right? Is that what you said? Yep. And April 18th through 24th mm-hmm. is the best week is the best week of the year to sell your home. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Tuesday happens to be in that range. Oh my <laughs> it God. It's to be a Tuesday. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, give, you, you can shoot an email to us and we can recommend, you know, uh, contact at the realty bros.com and we can help you out or just shoot an email over to info at C21 atwood.com. Um, we've got so many relentless agents ready to help you list your home. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't normally make plugs for, for our agents and in, in our company on here, like let us work for you, but this is the best week. I would be doing you a disservice to not tell you. So <laughs> let us help you. Fair. Fair. Help me help you. Wow, that was a me really nice voice. <laughs> help me help you. Was that good? Yeah. I leaned into the microphone, which gives me a little bit more bass also. And it was like the perfect help amount me. of breathy. What? Oh, wow. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. You should well, do like commercials for, you know, drugs. Because that was like the voice that comes on at the end. <laughs> Cocaine. Oh, not that kind of. You mean like. Hard drugs. Crystal oh. meth. Um, <laughs> side effects may include vomit, <laughs> vomiting, diarrhea, night sweats, or death. Um, <clears throat> but your eyelid won't twitch anymore. <laughs> so worth it. Again, America. Okay. Uh, Love okay. that so much. Hey, yeah. you know what I need? A little bit of motivation. Don't you? Yeah. Don't you need this in your life? By the way, um, the... the <laughs> Did I, I couldn't remember if I said this to you on, on the air here or off the air, but I was so excited to be doing the podcast from my home office, my newly remodeled home office today. And then, um, and then the plumber came, Ugh. I quickly had to move. Not that I have plumbing in my home office, say, but it's right. It's right. Like next to it. And they're resetting the, the he's putting toilet. the bar in. That's what he's doing. He's putting the bar in. That's the right. Bar. Oh my gosh. That would be, I'll be right back. Um, you also, know, not that I'm going to condone it, but oh, yeah. real estate is like, it seems like real estate and like marketing. It's one of those professions where it's more acceptable to drink on the job. Kind of right. I mean, 
Like if you're a school teacher, yeah. maybe don't. Maybe don't. Maybe, maybe don't. don't. Crack open, yeah. you know, a brewski before fourth grade comes in. I don't know. <laughs> we get yeah. it. I would yeah. need it. Yeah. Shoot. I have I have shared uh, I have shared some drinks with some clients back when I was doing that. You know, mm-hmm. we got accepted and we went out together and we had a drink. Or, yeah. you know, we uh, one time I was writing up an offer at midnight with some people. I ordered up a pizza and uh, grabbed some beer and I was like, come on in, let's do this together. And uh, we just drank beer and ate pizza and wrote up an offer. It was great. Tons that of fun. is my ideal weekend. Yeah. Pizza, beer, and offers. Pizza, beer, and offers. Okay. Um, I was also going to let our listener know, hey, this is the first the first time we're trying this out. We are uh, doing uh, kind of two things. We're doing our podcast here that you can always hear on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the Google things, whatever. Yeah. We're all over the place. But we're also uh, recording this on video. So if you're hearing us uh, Monday morning and saying, gosh, I just love these guys. I wonder what they look like. Well, you know how most radio DJs look, right? Just like that. <clears throat> just like so that. You just will go on here and go, ah, never again. Whoa. <laughs> Not even wearing pants. Anyway. <laughs> Who let these um, homely gremlins out of their cave? Come on. Go find another seriously. bridge to ask people riddles from. <laughs> <laughs> so random. I know. <laughs> cool. I, I'm all for that. Mm. Uh, so anyway, you can, uh, you can watch a video of our uh, podcast and our antics and uh, just see how funny sometimes we are when we're not even talking, like making strange faces. Although, so other. we were just in Mille Lacs, right? Yes. And uh, we were talking with the folks there, obviously, because um, they're fine and fun. And I feel like I don't get to see them enough, but right. um, they made the brilliant suggestion that we do a Realty Brothers After Dark Whereby we do this same thing, but we happen to be drinking. I like right now it's a little bit too early in the day, you know. Um, I yeah. I can't I can't I could never bring myself to drink this early. But uh, if we wanted to do like a late night, late night, what's happening in the biz? Ah, uh, pizza, beer, and offers. Wouldn't that be cool? I'm getting that put on a T-shirt. Pizza, beer, and offers. That would be yeah. That'll right. be our new thing. Um. All right, so I've got some uh, I've got some um, motivation some motivation here Great. for you. Um, so this one I actually I wrote down years ago, um, and and I don't know why it hasn't been my my motivation yet because it it is it is one that I think about fairly often. I can't remember the quote <laughs> like word for word, but it's something like just the basis idea of what the what the quote is here. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's uh, from David Lynch. And it's a little bit of a long one, but it says, ideas are like fish. If you want to catch little fish, you stay in the shallow water. But if you want to catch the big fish, you've got to go deeper. Down deep, the fish are more powerful and more pure. They're huge and abstract. Right? That was a lot. Wasn't that great, though? Will you say it again? Sure, I will. Okay. So ideas are like fish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right i'm tracking i'm tracking i'm tracking this is this, it's a, this it's a metaphor my malax people here <laughs> what kind of fish <laughs> uh are we talking a musky uh what kind of fish do they i mean they it, what's that giant fish, fish? All over. yeah it, i think it is a musky yeah. yeah okay ideas are like a musky no they're not they're like fish in general not okay. like a fish okay but but the plural like of a fish, of which is also fish. Mm-hmm. No, it's all fish. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, I get it because there's some some fish are good and some fish aren't musky. Right. Yeah. Yes. And the ideas are are good and not musky either. Your your Minnesota actually isn't that good. Should I, I don't m- even know what? Should I move? <laughs> I don't even know where this would fit. Uh, musky. Musky. That's you, not even it's, Minnesota. It's Minnesota, but I'm also a grandmother. Okay. Ah. Uh, who came from another country and is now. I can't. I quit. I call. I dish. I like fish. <laughs> Actually, you're like a little bit of Carol Channing right here. Oh. I dish. I like fish. Carol Channing. <laughs> okay. All Ideas right. are like fish. If you want to catch little fish, if uh-huh. you just want to have, you know, little easy ideas, then you just stay in the shallow water where it's nice and safe. Yeah. See, I'm kind of interpreting this for you. I thank you. I needed. But that. if you want to catch the big fish, if you really want those big ideas, the musky, you've got to go down deeper, right? Down deep, the fish are more powerful and abstract. No, powerful and pure. They're okay. huge and abstract, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, it's uh, don't don't just stand in the shallow water and think, yeah, I'm uh, safe here. I'm okay. cool. I'm good. I'll come up with big ideas here. No, you won't. You gotta you gotta go deeper. You gotta. Really take some risk. You got to dive deep where they're big and scary, but uh, that's where you're going to get the big ones. <laughs> I get it now. Thank you. I was so confused by that. I'm like, what does this have to do with fish? But the big fish can't be it. in the shallow water. Right. They would like, I don't know, beach themselves or something. And, right. And similarly, you have to go into the deep water um, where your your toesies don't touch the sand anymore. And it's like, it's like it's an un- uncomfortable situation, but maybe you'll get eaten by a shark, right? Or maybe you will become one. <gasps> wow! I've seen some movies. Also, I'm slightly more terrified of my feet touching the sand. Oh, oh no! I don't, because I never know what I'm going to step on in the ocean. Well, that's fair. I I like being in the shallow part in the ocean <laughs> because there's always like the shelf, you know, where it drops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's where creatures no. from the great beyond come from. Yeah. Um, and I like just standing because then nothing's underneath me. As mm-hmm. far as I know, nothing's underneath me. But then once I cross over that shelf where I can't touch anymore, there's an instant like flip in my mind that goes, nothing can touch my leg ever. Yeah. Like in the shallow, <laughs> it's probably like a stick or some seaweed. Uh huh. When, when you're in the deep, it's literally, it's the Megalodon. Yes. You know, I, I, I was watching this thing, too, of somebody um, making a video, just walking along the beach where people are just walking and splashing and having fun. And then they just basically take like a shovel and they pull back and they're pulling these weird creatures out from the sand. And I'm like, that's in there? I hate that. Oh, no. <laughs> um, completely unrelated yeah. note, but it's about beaches. I was talking to someone about um, Boca, you know, where we go when we're mm-hmm. visiting Papa mm-hmm. and Ann. Um, our grandparents have... Uh, lovely beaches all around them, but our favorite tends to be Boca, um, yeah, which is a little sure. bit of a drive, but it's beautiful. And the number of times I've been there, because nobody believed me, the number of times I've been there and had an encounter with a manatee is oh, in yeah. in the multiples yeah. of of numbers. <laughs> it, like, that's crazy. 
There's just, yeah. And it's just like this big happy sea cow who's just like walking along and you see yeah. a giant blob under the water and you're like, uh, guys. And then you just see this big fat nose like, what you doing up there? Hi. Like, oh. And they just kind of <laughs> like, they might boop you on accident and they're like, yep. I'm just going over here now. They're so cute. They're so cute. The <gasps> sea cow. Yeah. And they love fresh water. They don't live in fresh water, but they love fresh water. So uh, if you're ever down in Florida and you're near a canal or something and you see a manatee, because they, they sometimes just explore. They're like, what's over here now? Yeah. And and if you see one, just grab a hose, you know, from the garden and just 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 put it right in the water there or shoot it out into the water. And they will swim up to it and just like drink it. And it's the cutest thing. They're so cute. so cute. They're so yeah. cute because they walk. Do they swim? Uh, yeah. Or they just kind of like walk. Yeah, both. They kind of like, yeah. Um, also, just this morning, I just watched a video of somebody who, is, who dropped their cell phone into the ocean and a dolphin brought it back. <gasps> Come on. And it just kind of like came up and went, here you go, and then swam away. You dropped this. <laughs> we don't deserve animals. Honestly. No, you know what uh, it is? Like, I bet, because they have their own language, like dolphins talk to each other and they're like, yeah. oh, like that. And right. they... <laughs> You know how like when we do something nice, like we pay for the person behind us at the coffee shop and then we tell everyone about it. Right. That's what they do. They're like, I returned a cell phone today. And they're like, you did what? Mark, you are just so good. The The ocean needs more people like you. Actually, they're like, so I was at the surface zoo today and one of those zoo. creatures did the craziest thing. You'll never believe it. He threw his phone think- down for me. Oh, wasn't that just the <laughs> cutest thing? They dropped something and I brought it back to them. Because <laughs> they think we're the weird monkeys in in the surface zoo. Well, we are weird monkeys. Some of us more so than others. And dolphins are swimming around going, I wonder if we'll ever find intelligent life. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no. <laughs> First Probably of all, not. no. Yeah. Second of all, no. Um, hey, this has been hey, fun. So much um, fun. <clears throat> it's weird to see your face. Uh, it's weird, you know, that you got dressed for this. Do you think I just don't get dressed? Well, you normally do your workouts right before this, so I just always imagine you're, like, just sweaty and gross. I am that most days, yes. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Now we've got the visual. (laughs) Maybe So if you're listening to us on one of your favorite podcasting sites, head on over to our Facebook page, and you can watch the video of us... uh, chatting with each other yes or if you're on our facebook page watching us uh chat with each other through this wonderful program called zoom um and you're like wow don't ever want to see that again don't worry we have a video free option over at apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify etc that's right also be sure to leave us a message we would love to hear from you and answer whatever questions you might want to know about real estate about sea life about pop culture about how not to make a latte in your in your espresso machine. Um, we'll talk about anything. Literally Let's just anything. just talk about things. Yeah. Literally. So anyway, leave us a message. You can send an email to contact at therealtybros.com. You can send us a Facebook message. You can send us an Instagram message. You'll find the Realty Bros on both of those platforms as well. Um, or you can click the handy dandy link that I always include at the bottom of the show notes. Right down there. <laughs> and leave a voice message and then we'll play it back. All right. Wouldn't that be fun? So much fun. All right. Sounds good. Well, say it's been a great time. Um, I'm going to go do some work now because uh, yeah. someone asked. Blowing me up. <laughs> All right. Make it a great week and we'll see you all next week. All right. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to the Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below, message us on your favorite social media platform, or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com. 